something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Episode 204. This is the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Again, I, we're getting so close to episode 400. We're uh-huh. just getting, you can could, you could almost feel I, it. I can taste it. Yeah. We won't get there until our next pandemic. <laughs> well, do we can't have a next one till this one ends. <laughs> ah, this is over. I'm yeah, over. Oh, for, oh, thanks, doctor. It's, it's over for me. I'm done. Well, I'm done. Well, you're a podcaster, <laughs> so you can have you can have science opinions. You're a podcaster. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do what I want to hang out with everybody. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to do that that stage dive thing that uh, into concert uh, into the, the well, crowds. Well, you never did it before, like, like I used to. Yeah, yeah, you remember back in the day when I used yeah. to do that? It's like the the girl who who, who uh, has surgery on her arm, and the uh, uh, the doctor says you need surgery on your arm, and she says, "Will I be able to play the violin after surgery?" He goes, "Yeah, of course." She goes, "Oh, good, because I couldn't play it." Now. Could, right, hi oh. Yeah, right, so you're well, like, oh, post-pandemic, I'm going to go back to doing crowd surfing and stage diving. Yeah, so I can't, I can't wait to jump back into because like, you know, I was a big mosher back in the days. Remember the '90s? I was, I was yes. right there in the pit. So let me ask you a serious question: Have you ever staged, dove, or crowd surfed? Neither. If I'm being crowd, honest, I have, I, neither. I, obviously, I, people know what sarcasm is on this podcast. Yes, no, no, I understand. They can tell, I just, I, no, they can tell I was being sarcastic, but no, no. I could tell. I just have you? Know, like, yes, I've crowd surfed and I've moshed. I have not wow. stage dove, but I have caught people stage diving onto me, like I was in yes, the crowd. Yes, I've actually been. I've actually been the holder upper of a crowd surfer back in the day. So when I crowd surfed, I didn't jump onto the top. I had people lift me up, and then after like a little bit of bumping, I got the hell off. Like I, I was like, I, I gotta get down. Yeah, but I, I was hardcore, you know, hard rock concerts and, well, and heavy metal concerts and I mean uh, thrash metal back in the day. You know, bro, even but even those concerts. They they were they were known for that, but then there were the other concerts like when I went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, where I was literally no the, no the by the way I put or sure Red no Hot the. Chili Peppers yes 
and uh, Nine Inch Nails, two two standout concerts. I saw Nine Inch Nails in Poughkeepsie in their some auditorium. It was crazy in the night in the mid nineties. And and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Red Hot Chili Peppers, were somewhere in Midtown. Both venues were general admission, standing room only. And as you would imagine, at the time of the the height of their you know success or their their popularity. Yep. We're, I mean, both concerts I started like kind of near the front with like maybe like seven, eight people like toward the front. And then as soon as the lights went down and the, and the, the music started, I got fucking pushed back yeah. all the way to the fucking soundboard, like faster than I could, you know, fucking breathe. I was like, what is going on? And I literally go, oh, oh no, oh no. Because what happens is people start pushing and pushing at that moment and then the thrust of the crowd goes, you know, backwards. Everyone's going, you know, right. you, you can just, you can't. Yeah. And then the mosh pit breaks out in the middle area, the middle front. So I wasn't even getting near there. I had to, I had to be pushed all the way to the back. At, at was, any point, did you go, oh, and run? Yes. Did you make that sound? Well, I did. <laughs> well, well, my friends, it was always four of us that went to the show. We always bought, t- bought tickets in four. Right. And literally by the time they're 10 minutes in and the lights are out and the concert's in full throttle, all four of us are separated from each other and making new friends. And that's what that's what happened at both those shows. Those those two specifically stand out in my head. What about you? What about so you? I, I was always in the front, uh, like in uh, concerts in Brooklyn. There was a venue called Lamore. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a medium sized club, but they had all the biggest names of hard rock and heavy metal, and you could go see them in a small club. Like Iron Maiden played this club. Yeah, it's only like a couple hundred people. Like, but the cool like bands, big bands would go there, medium bands. So we would always be like up on the barricade or on the stage. Yeah, but there was no like like today people get crushed to death. One concert I went to, like in retrospect, had I gone like last week, I'd be dead now. It was uh, some kind of. It was okay. So it was. Uh, it, there were three or four bands, but I remember that it was Guns N' Roses opening for, it was Guns N' Roses, Deep Purple, and Aerosmith, I think. Mm. So you, you guys listening might know all of them or some of those bands I just mentioned. And so uh, Guns N' Roses opened the show. So this was when they were on their way up. So probably 1988. The album was out. They were a big hit, but they weren't like the headliner. And Aerosmith, of course, was bigger and Deep Purple was bigger. So we got there early. When I say we, I went with three guys. Uh, Jimmy Scott and I don't remember the other guy's name. Manny but, Mac and uh, Joe. Uh, yeah. Manny, Manny Mo and Jack. Yeah. So Jimmy <laughs> and the other guy were like six five, six like well over six feet, and they worked out. Big guys, and Scott was about six feet, big guy. Mm. And so when we got to, we got there really early, really early, and got up on the barricade. We were right, right off the center of the stage, first row, giant stadium, which is a football stadium. Wow. In case you didn't know, it was a football stadium. It's gone now. And so you've got, I don't know, 100,000 people there, but we're on the floor, general admission, and we're on the barricade. On the barricade. I'm leaning on the barricade, which is, you know, 10 feet from the stage. Well, once the show started, the, the force of the crowd started pushing. And luckily, because I'm, I'm not a big guy. I'm not a muscular guy. I'm 5'10", if I, you know, in the right pair of sneakers. And they locked arms with me. I may have told this story on the podcast before, but they, they locked arms with me. So and you one were guy, going nowhere. One guy got behind me, uh, like, you know, just to block the crowd because they saw that I was, you know, the smallest of the four. And uh, it was like, and and so anyone pushed from behind, the big guy with the, he had a mullet and he had like a, a Fu Manchu, like a, yeah. like, like a, a goatee sort of thing. He turned around like, like, like Chewbacca. And he was like, don't push me, man. And so he, like the people behind him were no longer pushing him. 
but the people behind them were pushing. So then it got to right. the point where the people behind us told the people behind them, stop pushing, stop that guy's going to kill right. me. Yeah. You know, so it was like a chain reaction. Eventually the pushing stopped, but it didn't help. I think Guns N' Roses went on like an hour and a half late. Right. Roughly. And it's like his eight hour concert. So for the opening act to go on an hour and a half late, people were not happy. But yeah, I thought I was going to die. I, f- I feel like, and, and these are, we're, we're describing concerts in the, in the mid nineties here, I'm assuming for you as well. But uh, imagine, was 89, 88, imagine, imagine if we had cell phones back then, the way we do now. I don't think uh, there would be mosh pits. I don't think they were, would have ever been invented because my theory is that people are too busy in their phones and filming the show that no. nobody could be bothered with the, you know, you're pushing no, each you other along. Do mosh pits even exist anymore? I yeah. mean, because people are, are, are always, they have to have no. their phone in their hand. See, the kind of person that moshes, the people that I was friends with that hardcore moshed, they went home bloody and bruised. They're not the type to like hold up a camera and film. They're not. They're there for the emotion and the raw energy and the power of the show. You think that They're, still exists in concerts Oh, today? yeah. Oh, yeah, because I know people that still go to concerts in mosh. I don't, oh. I, don't, like, I don't think it happens at, like, Madison Square Garden. Again, it depends no, on what, no, what band you Again, we're talking about, like, we're talking about, no, no, they would never permit it there. You, you would never see a show. Right, we're but talking if you about go to, the smaller venues. If you go see um, uh, Harry Styles-type, you know, act, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, no one's going to be moshing a driver's no, of license. not. But if you if you go see um, uh, hardcore bands, they're gonna mosh. People are gonna headbang and slam and and you know. Maybe it's because yes. I've only been going to like yeah, you shows go to see Diplo that no shows. You no, go see a, a DJs. EDM, right? But what Diplo's about, not dead, is he? Which one's dead? Avicii. Avicii's uh, dead. Sorry, peace, uh, peace out. Avicii, sorry. <laughs> rest in peace. Avicii. Rest in peace. Sorry. Uh, so you don't know. But what I'm saying is like. I also go to age-appropriate shows, meaning like I don't go to shows that a 21-year-old or an 18-year-old is going to go to anyway. Yeah, yeah, you sure? Not on the mosh tip. I'm talking about, but, <laughs> you know, but like, okay, for instance, okay, when okay, the when we were young uh, tour is going, oh, it's yeah. actually going to be one show. Actually, they had a, so this is going to, in Vegas, it's on the Las Vegas um, Festival grounds. Um, October, the weekend of October 21st and 22nd. Yeah. And now it's, uh, they've added a third show to October 29th because the first two sold out immediately. Yeah. This is 67 bands from the early 2000s. We're going to call them emo. Uh, and, late 90s, right? Also, there's late 90s. Well, late right? 90s, early, mid 2000s. But yeah. that's the that's the sweet spot is the mid 2000s. Yes. So my and oldest it, daughter already emailed me and said, right. Because uh, she's away at school. And she's like, I, I got to go. My right. God, well, good luck to me getting them. So I, I'm it's a, a lot of goth and alt and emo stuff. It's, it's boys yeah. like girls. Uh, it's yeah, love back, them. Taking back Sunday dashboard confessional. Love, love uh, three, the whole lineup's great. Three hundred three. Uh, Paramore. Uh, let's yeah, see. I'm in. Who I'm else? In. Um, oh, oh, um, Avril Lavigne is playing. Avril um, Lavigne's playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting the main head. Oh, My Chemical Romance is headlining. Yes. Uh, Anybody with a guitar from 1998 to yeah. 2006. And, and really maybe wore skinny jeans and guy liner. Yes. They're there. Uh, yes. So 67 of these group bands. Right. But my, my, my larger point is that's a festival ground. And there's going to be, you know, there's three stages. And it's from 11 a.m. 11 to 11 p.m. I don't know how they're going to fit all that music in one, in one show. I might have talked about this on the last podcast. But what, 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 I, what I'm getting at is we, as people in our age, the people that, that targets now are people in their 30s, mainly 20s and 30s. You know, and, and us, if we wanted to go, right? Yeah. So... Those kids or those people that are going to be at that show right. are going to be a lot more calmed down now watching it 
than they were when they were originally watching those groups when they were in their teens. Uh, may, yeah, at their may, shows. Maybe, maybe they'll have a you know a, a um, I don't see a pit breaking out a white claw in their hand, but but I don't know about that because there are people who are, let's say they're let's say they're twenty five now because they they may not have been grow they may not have been seventeen when that music came out, but they they were maybe three four and they grew up with that knowledge of that music, and so to them it's it's still it's still maybe their favorite music. Yeah. Some of your favorite music no, but, was yeah, you but were, at, you know, before you were Let's born. face it. The older you get, the less you want to get hurt and fall. So you, oh, you're less prone I, to At mosh. this point in my life, I get hurt and fall without going to a concert. So. <laughs> exactly. You don't need that shit in your yeah. life. Uh, speak, so, hey, speaking of old music, because we're killing this thing, I think. But I wanted to shout out. I don't know her real name. because I, Well, I, I do, but I don't have it in front of me. Ant underscore K underscore T, a woman. Uh, uh-huh. She noticed that I quoted a line from a Metallica song last week, right? But she credited it as the band that Metallica covered, which is Misfits, which means she's old school, old school, oh, wow. and knew that the, the so it. I, I was quoting the Metallica cover version, and she was quoting the original Misfits version, wow. which is probably again around the time of what we're talking about early nineties, Misfits mid eighties, whatever it was. Don't right. tweet me. So I wanted to give her credit for that because she got the reference. It was. Uh, I, you said I got something to say, and I said I got, I killed your baby today, which is a uh, you know it's an old. Oh, but, hey. look at this text! I just got this. Oh, but, oh, I this this <laughs> I guess just got a text. Are you coming? Uh, <laughs> wait, I'll tell you in a second. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! 
The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. As well, far as to answer that question from before the spots, uh, the commercials, uh, I don't think you're coming. The podcast hasn't gotten to that point yet. No. Hi-oh. Hi-oh. No, uh, this is fun. You're, I gave up. I'll tell you what I gave up tonight. Uh, our friend Cheryl, um, not Cher, who I do the other podcast with, Cheryl, our, our friend Cheryl Crowley, she is the best. She she texted me earlier on and I never got back to her. I have to say, no, I'm not coming because I'm recording my podcast right now. But I want to let you know, David Brody, what I gave up. To be here tonight. Oh, I appreciate you that. Considering you, considering you bumped the podcast from Wednesday to Thursday, you put yourself in a position. It was, to have to all give right. Up. So she got this exclusive invite. She wanted me to show up tonight to get this. These, this is an event. The Spearmint Rhino Gentleman's Club private event invite for tonight. It's going on in Midtown. And it says, we will be honored to have you and up to three of your friends attend our invitation-only private party. Well, what are we doing? Let's go. Oh, you probably would bring your other three friends. So yeah. It's 6 p.m. to midnight with an open bar and catered food. We will be... Fl- get this. Well, what, is there naked ladies there? We will be... F- here it comes. Here it comes. Okay. We will be flying in Spearmint Rhino entertainers from our locations across the country for this special event. I have to be honest with you, Rhino doesn't make me think of attractive women. Oh, you never heard of Spearmint Rhino? No, but I'm going to oh, Google. So Spearmint Rhino is hands down. And this, is not a, this is not a promotion, right? You know, no, 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 no. And if I-Y-K-Y-K slices, if you know, you know. And if you do know, yeah, I got it. You've been there. It is the most popular strip club in America. It's in, The original one is in Las Vegas, um, off the strip. And, and it... it about I don't know 10 oh, 15 the best years strip ago. club in New York and Vegas it says yeah well well the Vegas is the original that's the OG uh, so okay. anyway I love the so so I guess that they are now opening this one here so to celebrate grand opening on the 28th grand or opening should I say grand openings grand openings <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, that's three that's times. How many people are they flying in? <laughs> that's a lot of openings. That's a lot of openings. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, grand opening. You, you think, well, now, well, welcome yeah, to the funny. main stage. I Ladies th- and gentlemen, here she is, grand opening. <laughs> I, I thought, I gotta tell you, I thought of it at the same time, and you said it like, oh, parking, no. Parking in the rear. <laughs> parking in rear. <laughs> So yeah, so a gentleman's club, a new a new gentleman's club has opened oh. up. So I'm missing that. You know what? And I'm happy because are you? Well, yeah. So so so, so Cheryl was so like, who, I, who are the three people you would take? No, no, it was Cheryl Crowley's invite. So because oh, I didn't so you answer were one her, of the three. Okay. She wrote and she texted me, "Are you coming?" Because <laughs> because I didn't answer her that I wasn't. So I just had to write back to her. No, I'm sorry. I'm doing the podcast. I should have told you I wasn't, but I'm not coming. Literally, I, yeah. So anyway, but she went. She might have went. I want to know how it is. I need. I you know. I said send pictures, but uh, hmm. but I know Spearmint Rhino. So coming to New York, how great is that? It's a, it, you know when people go to bachelor parties, it's a big thing. You know, I'm sure some of our slices have some stories about the Spearmint Rhino. Please let us know. I would love to hear your Spearmint Rhino story. Hmm. You know, I lost Brody. You notice how quiet Brody is here? No, I'm reading the Yelp reviews. <laughs> You're reading or are you yes. looking at pictures? No, there's no pictures. You can't take pictures in there. Uh-huh. Uh, best club in Dallas. Want to be around classy, beautiful women and good management that takes care of their customers? Yeah. Come here. 
if you're oh wrong you're if you're coming from out of state looking for a club to go to tonight do not hesitate to come to Spearman Rhino beautiful club beautiful ladies if you have money to spend uh, I'm out yeah. uh, engage in <laughs> engage in some VIP action hello wow let's get them as a client oh this person oh Sarah from Hillsboro Texas such a disappointment oh oh she oh yeah she's complaining sarah maybe the club's not for you we have a karen she that's the abe 77 of uh of uh the spearmint rhino reviews what's her what what is what's her handle there uh sarah s from hillsborough sarah s they were (laughs) they got a 250 dollars bottle of crown they go upstairs to the lounge and all they did was beg for us to get a room oh yeah because they that's how they make their real money right the champagne room the private room well, there's, there's no, no sex, sex in the, the champagne, champagne room. room. No, right. It's Chris Rock, right? There's yeah. no yep, sex in the champagne. Of course, but uh, oh. yeah. I will tell you that I'm. Uh, maybe I'll have to go. Maybe you, me and my girlfriend will go to the Spearmint Rhino. What about you and your your, your podcast partner? Uh, you, you want you want to go to Spearmint Rhino? You never you never expressed interest in a strip club in your entire life. What are you life. talking about? I listen. Uh, did I not? When, when you had your? By the way, I just uh, Facebook told me we shared a memory. Does you have a memory that you shared with your friend Scary Jones? Oh, I, I posted the video of your belly dancer. Um, oh God, your belly dancer birthday party. Oh God, when they they put you in a chair and had um, belly dancers dance so, around you. It was I always I try to forget that. So that was a surprise fortieth birthday for me. Yep, and I had a, a lot of people there, including the entire morning show. You were there, Brody. I've got video, and Cheryl Crowley was there. I have a great picture. She of Cheryl. Was, Cheryl was there, mm-hmm. and I will tell you, you know, my girlfriend planned it. Uh, that was the odd part. No, she planned it with the help. No, she planned the party with the help of, uh, what is it? Sex sex on the way, Dave. Yeah, well, that's right. Dave yeah. is in charge of the entertainment. Dave yeah. Dave brought the DJ and, and then decided to somehow, or for whatever, I don't know what possessed him to do this, to get a belly dancer for me. And I'm telling you, you I are was awkward. I was uncomfortable as the yeah. day is long. You because, are not good in those kind of situations. No, because imagine all of a sudden now my friends who didn't even know they were they were surprised by the belly dancer uh, act. All of a sudden you're having a good time. You're drinking. You're having an awesome time. It's a little a, a little classy place. Everybody's dressed up a little bit. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, scary. Sit down on this chair in the middle of the room, and we're just going to shine a light on you. And all of a sudden, this weird music comes on, and this woman enters the room. And now it's got to be awkward for the people watching because they didn't expect it. They didn't sign up for that, and I certainly didn't. And right. everyone, it's all eyes on me. And she's doing weird things with me. Oh my god, Brody, I hate it. I, right now, I'm getting I'm getting chills thinking about it. I've tried to block that out of my memory. I the time they got me a belly dancer. The worst experience in my life. Yeah, that was. I mean, uh, I appreciate Dave. I mean, I, I told him I don't want to make him feel bad, but I got to try to find the video. Well, it's on my Facebook. No, you page. don't. I put that no, up on my Instagram. No, you don't. You were just sitting there like you were gonna poop in the chair. You were so like, oh god. First of all, there were two of me because I was I was right before Doctor Fat Loss. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't even. Oh God, I can't. Yeah. You can't. No, I, I just, I just think it's really weird. Uh, it's a, it's awkward and bizarre to to bring a belly dancer or a stripper into a room for a bachelor party, and and you're the only, and, and everyone's watching you, watching them and you, and it's it's like weird. It's bizarre. I, it's not something that I wish upon anyone. Yeah, I've been to bachelor party type things like what your like the way your birthday was, oh. where the bachelor was really into it, right? Like love and life. 
But yeah. you were not. And and it was mixed company. It wasn't even a bachelor party. It wasn't like all guys. Right, it was a birthday party. Yeah, right, there, there was, was other couples. There. there were couples there. It were women, men. Oh, uh, you know what? Can we get Cheryl on the phone? I'd love you to. Know, I'd I, love to hear. Can we get Cheryl on the phone right now? She's probably there. I could. Well, I could try. I want to. I want to get her opinion on on if she, what she remembers of that belly dance thing, and then have her talk to me about the club that she wants you to uh, go. We'll to. do it after our next break. But but I, I I'll get her on the phone. Yeah. Okay. I will say one thing. It is in uh, my sister, my brother, my parents were. Also supposed to be there. Thank God they weren't. Oh my God! Right? What, what would they have done? What, what, what is what this? You, what, what oh, is it's that? on my phone. I was looking for the video of you. Now, please Sorry. don't. Like, all right. Let's all move right. on. Let's move on. All right. Uh, surely you have things to talk about. Oh, I surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Stop <laughs> calling me Shirley. Oh, I always have things to talk about. Uh, but all right, I, I won't look at the video. Uh-huh, okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, no, I'm not gonna. Uh, look. Okay, please don't. All right. Hey, speaking of text messages, I got one. I wanted to just run by you real quick. Um, tell me if you think this is real or not. Because maybe I just don't remember. Uh, it says, now, for some reason, there's like little accent marks over a lot of the words. Uh-huh. So they're using that, f- like umlauts and, and little like Vs. Uh, Jeremiah, this is Raven. We were talking at Raven's cocktail party, which is weird because she's Raven. We were talking at That's Raven's- That's so co- Raven. Thank you. Uh, we were talking at Raven's cocktail party and traded numbers. I'm back in town for a little bit. If you wanted to actually meet up this time, are you up for that? So- did I forget meeting Raven at Raven's cocktail party? Or is this a scam? I, I don't remember. No, this has been going around. You know about this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, these, tell me what you know. These are all scams. You think? They try and bring you in, lead you into a conversation, and somewhere they're going to ask you to buy Amazon gift cards for them and send them the, the codes. Oh, you went deep into this. Did you write her back? Did you text Raven back? No, I didn't. But I'm telling you, this is, they lure you in with something very specific and obviously very incorrect. Right. Uh, and then you, out of the oh, curiosity oh, of, the, of, of your heart, feel like, wait a second, this is a real person. You don't think it's suspect it's a bot texting you, which by the way, I have a bot story later. Uh, oh, nice. A bot, a bot got the best of me. Uh, but but you, you feel like you want to help out and then you're engaging in a real conversation and next thing you know, you're sending them uh, your, your social security and, number. And how deep into this conversation did you go? Oh, I didn't. Did you? No. By the way, no. If, if, this is no. This is an example I was going to give from our own company. This oh, text yes, message. Yes, you yes. got. We've got to read this. I was going to read this on the podcast. Oh, well, later. get to the minute. Right, so let me just follow okay. up on this. Yeah. If you're going to try to scam me and try to convince me I met you at a party, like even if you were going to like try, why would you go with the name Raven? Wouldn't I remember meeting a girl named Raven? Is that a common name in any town USA? Where like 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 uh, like if you were Mary. Or, or Rebecca, or, or uh, right. you know, like, or Danielle. Like, something a little more common. I might go, did I meet a Danielle? Maybe I met a Dan... Raven. Wouldn't I remember meeting Raven? Raven? And why would you use my name? The odds of me being Jeremiah, right? That That's... It's I, I, you, yeah. so you're hoping now. Oh, look, somebody's going to say, "Well, maybe they just got the wrong number." Yeah. No, this is clearly a scam. I just feel like if you're going to scam, you'd be like, "Hey, baby, this is Maria." You know, we met at a party. Right. But you were like, Jeremiah, this is Raven. We met talking at Raven's cocktail party. Now, here's the question. Was there a second Raven? Or is she talking about herself in the third person? <laughs> That's a great question. Well, I don't think they put too much thought in that. I just, oh, no? I think that they were hoping to get you. They were they, 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 going they, to have an I got you moment. Um, they, you know, it, there was this email they sent down the company, in our company, that's, that's saying that, that our CEO... Uh, a CEO, Bob Pittman, right? Mm-hmm. 
that 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 these text messages are coming from him. They say, "Don't be fooled into your these text messages because it's saying that that uh, it's him and he's in a meeting right now and he needs you to go to go buy uh, Apple gift cards." Yeah, and this was a real life example. They say right. He's texting a producer it. on the Elvis show. He's texting one of us. He's like, well, "I need the Brooklyn Boys." Like, who, are we gonna? Who's gonna fall for that? A random person got a ran. I forgot who it was, but I'm someone gonna, in our company I'm, went and bought Apple gift cards. No, 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 no. If you look at the if you look at the email, they say here's an example of what's going around our company, and they screenshot right, the that. text message. So that, and if you could find it, that would be great. I don't have it, but anyway, the, the I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. The person, the employee, the targeted employee, appears to get a a text message from our our uh, CEO, and then he said, and then she says, "Oh, I think you have the wrong the wrong Jennifer, you know, whatever." And then he comes back and says, "No, I, it's the right person. I'm in a meeting right now. I need you to help me out, and I need you to get me these Apple gift cards or something like that." And you know, the dialogue ha- happens for a little while until until finally that she stops answering because she knows it's a scam, but. Could you imagine that that people are doing these scams now? They're they're targeting companies. They're getting the names of the people who are in charge, and then somehow getting into the company directories and text messaging some of the people, the employees, pretending to be the CEO or the marketing director or whatever, and then trying to say, "Oh, I'm in a meeting right now. Can you go buy me these Amazon gift cards and give me the code numbers?" Some who knows if people will fall for it. I I mean I smell a rat. I don't trust anyone as far as I could throw them. I'm from Brooklyn, but well, people, be- there's always somebody, <laughs> always somebody. Hold on, text messages. Oh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> pretending to be uh, employee, self- pretending to be Bob Pittman. The ploys to convince you to go out and buy gift cards for Bob since he's tied up in a meeting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, it says hi, Jennifer. I'm in a conference uh, right now. Can t- so now only a Jennifer could respond. Uh, if you no, got no, or they text- targeted Jennifer. They knew that her- that was her cell phone number. Oh, oh yeah, yes. oh, it's yep. a phone. It's her cell so phone. So here's the thing. The, the, I don't know if the this scam, is real. Yeah. This can't be real. No, they, they says it. Here's number. a real life example. But they show Jennifer's phone number. It shows a screenshot. Hi, Bob. This is Jennifer. Blah, blah, blah. We'll cross out our last name. You may have me mistaken for another Jennifer you are trying to reach. Thanks. He wrote, yes, I have an urgent task for you. Are you available? <laughs> and she wrote back, happy to help, Bob. And he wrote back, okay, thanks for your response. I'm on a conference Who's call. Who's not going to help right the CEO, right? Can you confirm if you can get Apple gift cards from the nearest <laughs> store to you? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. That, that that really happened. Bob has a personal assistant. Who, she'd be the only person he would ask to go get gift cards. He wouldn't randomly email people in the company who have no, like, there's no reason. Well, let's set the stage. There's 950 iHeart media stations around the country, radio stations around right, the country. Some of them have people working there. <laughs> and Jennifer, he randomly texts wherever she is. You know, Bob is in New York. She's in, like, Colleen, Texas, let's say. Right, Getting right. this. Hey, Shout it's Bob. Colleen. I'm in. <laughs> I'll be right there, random- Bob. I'll hop on a plane. I'm coming. Randomly, the CEO randomly. Oh, I'm in a conference. I'm going to randomly take any one of our employees because I need them to do it. Right. And so favor. first she goes, I think you have the wrong Jennifer. He's like, No, I got the right Jennifer. She's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so whatever instinct she had to think she was the wrong Jennifer suddenly went away the minute he went, No, I got the right Jennifer. She's like, Oh, how, how okay. can I help? And then she probably told her friends, the CEO texted me. Exactly. How does he even know who I am? I've got to get him these gift cards. This he, is my chance. This is exactly, I'm going places. Exactly. If I if I come through in the clutch for Bob, who by the way is in a meeting right now and he can't get he can't go to the store himself because because the CEO of our company would actually go to a store and buy gift cards himself. And I know you can buy them online. I know you can. I know. 
But she's got to be like, oh my God, he must have heard an air check of the, me on the radio at two in the morning in, in, in Iowa. The whole, and he's out. <laughs> the whole scenario is preposterous. It is just, it doesn't make sense for, for us. Well, he, I got, I got he, a DM from someone. Uh, I had put, I had posted about my friend being on television. So un- unrelated to her response. Hey, I'm a big fan. Send me your cash app tag. I want to send you money. I'm what a is, fan. What is that? I don't know. No. It's a, so obviously a scam. Scamboni, man. Right. These are it's, all scamboni's. It's, it's from a, a, a middle-aged woman with blonde hair who doesn't follow me or anyone I know. Let me guess. Has one a, post or zero posts? No, three posts. Uh, That's three. the big thing. They always have the three. They always have three posts. Instagram's been around since 2011. You're just yeah. fucking getting on now? Go fuck yourself. That's Especially, yeah. scamboni. Well, no, you never know. People, I, I don't no, I know. people. I get but, it. But she's a scam. You know what? We, and and so, oh, so Meatloaf died, right, last week. So we posted Meatloaf died. And, and again, we got those like, oh, uh, I want to thank, you know, Margie27. Yeah. Because of her, I make $500 a week and could work from home. So, you know, I block them, I report them, whatever. But this is a death post. Can you please not? Can I, I want to play you this? Because this was my, oh, my I want to play you my a voicemail I got today. Uh, I looked it up immediately, by the way, mm-hmm. because it's uh, Skimboni. Here, listen to this, God, this friggin' thing. Hey, this is Haley Mendez with SLA Servicing. Could you give me a call back when you receive this message at 855? Blah, 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 I'm just giving you a call in regards to your student loans. Um, we are starting pre-enrollment for all loan forgiveness files and possible <laughs> loan discharge files. Oh. It's going to be a bit more challenging as deadlines come, so we don't want anyone's status to change, especially for these programs. Right. Brody. Um, so if you had a few minutes, yeah. Oh, she has a few minutes. So yeah, we went she, to Brooklyn College, and by the way, it was very. I mean, you know, we we, we had some loans to pay, but well, you still paying those right. off there, Brody? Yeah, it's student loan time, <laughs> and uh, so I guess they're randomly, you know, whatever. Plus, I got to be honest with you, Mike. I have two kids in college, so I have co-signed some student loans. I get so, uh, it. it's not far fetched, but this is a company. You look it up; it's a scam. But they tell you, like, "Oh, we're gonna we, we have those programs that you need to uh, don't call us for. It's too late. Uh, debt loan forgiveness. Oh, it's the uh, the consolidation company, the Fannie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Right. Those and, hey, give us a call now. Now's a great time to call. Hey, thanks so much. It's yeah. a great time yeah, to yeah. call. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And here's another scam. Uh, listen to this one. Here, hold on, real quick. Student help assistance. Hey, it's Chelsea. Oh yeah, so Chelsea, right? Listen. Uh, oh, I gotta play the beginning. Listen to how it starts and then starts again. Student help assistance. Hey, it's Chelsea with student help assistance. My phone number is eight. Yeah. So the message starts with half a message because it must have been playing while my voicemail message was playing. This is on my phone. And then it starts again. Yeah. So it's made to sound like it's a live thing, but I just heard the end of Please. one and the beginning of the next. Please. Yeah. Oh, there's right. right. there. Well, you get, uh, you hitting that button now because <laughs> you hit it early by we mistake. Gotta, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't All hit right. shit. Now we're in. Oh, okay. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. 
It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Trying to catch me off my game here. No, I'm not. Hey, uh, I do have some texts that came into the morning show I wanted to read. Do I have a second to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so they start off, uh, well, there's a bunch of different angles here. One of them wrote, Friday is my wife and I's anniversary. Ooh, and I's. Like, and I's. Yeah. So just grammar police, it should be my wife and my. Because you'd say, it's my anniversary, it's my wife and my anniversary. But I's, that's not a thing. Nah. Um, so um, we did a conversation on the morning show. Today's what, Thursday? on uh, Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about um, in vitro fertilization, I think. Sperm donors, sperm doning. Yeah. Donating sperm. Yep. And naturally, it's a serious conversation, but you're going to joke about sperm donations because we're all trying to be entertaining and funny and we're all dopey. Yeah. Well, well we're, 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 chi- we're children. All right. And now we weren't, we weren't joking about in vitro because that's important and that's how some people start families and it's a miracle for some people. No joke there. We were making jokes about other things. We're 12. And a woman called up and she actually had uh, gotten a sperm donor and we were joking around with her and she was joking and whatever. So uh, somebody texted in. I'm pretty sure it was a woman uh, from, from other things she had texted in. And she saw him say, she said, that's offensive. I'm offended. Uh, that's terrible uh, that you joked about that woman and her in vitro. So I wrote back, um, we weren't joking about her process. And the woman on the air was laughing. She thought it was funny. Uh, we weren't trying to be offensive. She wasn't offended. So, you know, don't, don't, it, you know. So she wrote back, you can't tell people what is or isn't offensive. So I wrote back, well, you just did. Exactly. (laughs) Right? So she's saying, what you just did was offensive. So I said, well, it's not offensive. And she goes, you can't tell me what is or is offensive. I go, you just told us what's offensive. Exactly. So you pretty much just answered your own question. Right. She didn't write, I'm offended. She wrote back, that's offensive. Well, yes, to you, you're offended by it. Yeah. Right. Okay. She's Um, speaking of offended. Elvis is doing commercials 
for a, a food company. And I, I guess they highlight a different food every week. Mm-hmm. So in the new commercial, because I don't, I don't remember the client, the new commercial says, um, hey, and check out our new meatloaf. It's tender and juicy and whatever. So a couple of days ago, somebody texted in the quick, oh, it's, oh I'm not going to say the name of the company. The meatloaf commercial you played is insensitive. Um, oh it God. says there's a new oh meatloaf in the Elvis says there's a new meatloaf in town and he oh just passed my. away. Oh my God. So Elvis can't talk about meatloaf. No, he cannot. What's the weather forecast, Gary? Oh, I see snow. We got snowflakes in the studio <laughs> in my apartment now coming in out of the ceiling. Here comes the snow. You fucking snowflakes. I cannot stand triggered snowflakes. So here's another one we got today. Oh, really? Question mark. That was a horrible commercial. A new meatloaf in town? Too soon, Elvis. Too soon. Too soon. So here's what I'm thinking. Nobody play poker because you might get a full house and that's offensive to Bob Saget. There so you don't go. talk about don't po- talk about also don't have an apple brown Betty for dessert no nope. because that might remind, remind someone of Betty, of Betty White, White and she just died and that's offensive yeah and also don't, don't play say, don't play John Madden football because right well and, you know John Madden he died and don't say don't say that's a good match or go on match.com because that reminds people a match game and Louis Anderson just died and he was the host that's offensive Jesus you Jeez. can't do a commercial about meatloaf. And by I the way, she wrote meatloaf just died and spelled it as one word, lowercase. Oh. Meatloaf was two words, both capital letters. He was meatloaf. So anyway, yeah, she's offended by the commercial because we're selling meatloaf, coincidentally, and meatloaf died. And it was a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Oh, my God. We didn't. He didn't create that. You know, they didn't say, you know what? Meatloaf died. Let's put meatloaf on special. Right. Let's let's sell meatloaf. And I got one more uh, person who was obviously triggered, and I oh. I wanted to I wanted to read this because oh. you know how I often talk. I was about, in such a good mood until this. this I'm is, sorry. This, I, I can't stand people like this. I'm sorry. So this I want is what's pr- wrong with our society today. Well, okay. Well, we this person told me joke. We cannot this, even. This oh. person told me what that I'm I'm what's wrong with society. Weren't even, so, they weren't even joking. We're just, I, I want to point out before I read this that I have the utmost respect for skilled labor, okay? I am jealous of, because I'm going to talk about a plumber at some point, but I, I want to talk about electricians because they do dangerous work. They do work you should probably not try to do by yourself, and I, and I don't have a problem paying them a large hourly rate. I'm not crazy hourly rate, but they deserve to make a, a decent living. They do, a good okay. living. Okay. However, some electricians, and not only, I don't want to single out electricians, some people who do trade professionally will charge you $150, $125 to enter your house, whether you hire them or not. Some of them will then apply that $125 towards the repair, which yeah. is fine, but some of them will not. They'll say, if you hire me, it's $125 plus the first hour, and if you don't hire me, it's $125. Yeah. So you almost feel obligated to hire them. So I... Look, if you like that, if that's if your guy does that, your woman does that, that's fine. I'm not, I don't have the financial means to pay $125 for nothing if I don't use them, right? If they come to my house and say that job's going to be $2,000 and I don't have the $2,000, I'm now out to $125, right? Yeah. So by not being rich, I'm out more money. <laughs> so on my town Facebook page, I posted, and the people are usually very, very helpful. 
And they were. I said, I'm looking for a licensed electrician that you have personally used that doesn't charge $100 or more just to walk in the door. I I feel like you set the parameters rather clearly. Right. So a bunch of people, one guy wrote, all people charge a fee to walk in, but some will apply it to the work. I, I know that. But not they don't all, because I had an electrician in my house a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't charge me for coming in. He charged me... Uh, well, people uh, speak in absolutes, or by right. their own experience. Right. These are the experiences I've had, so it must right. be everybody. Right, everybody. So Universal. This, guy, this guy came to my house. He charged me $89 an hour, and he, he only charged me $89 for the one hour. Right. And I, But then he fell off a ladder last week, and he's, he's, uh, he can't work for, uh, he said, three weeks. Oh, no. So I can't use him, and I need an electrician this week. So a bunch of people gave me the names of people they recommended who, don't, who they said don't charge a fee, and they're very happy they're working with. Here's what one guy wrote, Scary. I, I, you may want to have my music ready for this. <laughs> so, again, I asked for help. I asked for specific help. And I don't want opinions. I just want help. He wrote, you need to recognize that these people are entrepreneurs. They don't have a nine to five job and get paid regardless of how productive they were that day with a normal salary. They would go broke driving around doing free inspections and not get paid. This type of mentality needs to change. (laughs) He's taking a stand on your post. Right. F you, Ray. F you. So basically what I wrote back to him was, you know who else needs to, to earn, earn money and be careful with their money these days? Me and other homeowners. I'm entitled to want to save money. Now, the, the, the tradesmen and women who charge that fee, God bless you if, if, you, if you make money and you have a big house. I, I want you to make money. Right. But if I have options and there are people that don't charge that fee, I would prefer to go with them because the job I have is a small job. Yeah. If I had a $5,000 rewiring of my house... I would pay for the best guy or woman. And if it cost me $100 to get that best person, I would do it because 5100 over 5000 is not a big deal. But if I need a, a small $100 job, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to pay 100 to pay the 100 that seems silly. What I don't need, Ray, Ray, is you telling me. So I wrote back to Ray. My first thing was, hey, Ray, I have an idea. That's great. That's morally wonderful. You can pay my $125 fee, and then I'll hire whoever you recommend. How about that, Ray? I guess Ray makes enough money. Ray didn't, by the way, Ray didn't say he was a tradesman. He didn't say, I am a tradesman. He said, you have to, this mentality needs to change. Really? Really? I got to worry about, most But most tradesmen make more than me, and God bless them, they should. They have a skill. <laughs> I have no skill. I talk out my ass for a living. I would love to have a skill, believe me, that I could do things, fix things, I have I have tradesmen right, okay. in my family. All right, take a breath. Take a breath. No, no, fuck you, Ray. <laughs> F you, Ray. Fuck you. It's a shame about Ray. Fuck this you. This type of man. Now look again. If you're listening, so you're wait, a slice. Well, what did he and write? You're back? a tradesman. God bless you. And what well, did other people write? Yet. Well, no, well, uh, nobody responded to him. Everybody else recommended, and no one questioned me. They're all like, "Yeah, this guy's great. Doesn't charge a fee. I totally understand." Again, if it was a huge job, I would pay the fee in a huge Understood. job. Understood. But, I, but, but again, if the guy didn't fall off the ladder, I was very happy with the guy who came. <laughs> he did a great job, but something else in my house needed to be repaired. It just, I guess right. the cold weather or so, whatever the case is, something, something right. small needs to be repaired. Pretty soon your blood pressure will have to be repaired. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked yeah. up. It's fucked up, man. Several, it's fu- up. On several levels. Yeah. Oh, so, man. So then, oh, and somebody else wrote back, oh, you should use Mike blah, blah, blah. So I already know Mike is one of the people I called. Mike wanted to charge me $175 just to come in my house. So I wrote back, 
have you used Mike? And he didn't charge you a fee? So she wrote back, no, I've never used Mike. I hear good things. I hear my, good things. My post specifically said that you have used personally. People don't follow instructions. They don't follow instructions. So no. again, I, but you know what? No. I understand I shouldn't ask for help, but you know what? Eight out of 10 people give me great advice. So right. I called one of the recommendations. The guy came today. The guy came to my house and he says, listen, I just want to let you know, the first hour is a uh, hundred and something dollars plus the hourly rate. But after that, it's just the hourly rate. But it's a free estimate. So he came to the house. He looked around. He, he said, and if we come back to the house and we can't fix the problem, you don't pay it. You don't pay for it. If we come and do the inspection and we feel it's too big for you to do, it's more than you want to spend, we won't charge you. That's a good company. And their reviews are off the charts. Great reviews on every review site. All the people on Facebook love them. That's a great company. That's a company that you go, you know what? I will trust them to come in my house because if they don't do a good job or they don't fix it, right? They go, oh, we can't find the problem without opening up the wall. They're not going to pay me. They're not going to charge me unless I want them to open up the wall. That's a, that's a class act. So F you, Ray. <laughs> Take a deep breath, bro. Take a, breathe. Breathe in. Breathe out. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 <laughs> that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. 
The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. And with, I love that jingle. That one, I love that one yeah, that is one of my favorites. Yeah, I got to do some new ones, I think, for the... Yeah, you don't know what Febreze is saying, but that's I love that one. Uh, I'm offended. I'm offended. Oh, yes. What? So, want to buy a scooter? Okay. <laughs> want to buy a scooter? You know what? I, you're going to tell me what about the scooter thing in a minute, but you mentioned something on the Monday 15-minute morning show where you said, I've never ridden a skateboard. You said you never rode a skateboard. You can't skateboard. No. I, I mean, I've attempted when I was a kid, and I never got past a couple of... Pushes, pushes, and then I tried to lift both my feet off the ground and put them on the board. I didn't last more than oh, like you can't two that, seconds. Yeah. No, no. I used to, I used to skateboard, but when I say skateboard, I mean like I, I, I would skateboard up and down the block I lived on, but I didn't do anything other than go straight. Like I could occasionally, no, lift I the, barely, I could yeah. lift the front and then like turn. Yeah. Like and and it tilted, so you could turn, but you could, I could like lift the front foot up and put it back down and like make lefts and rights, but I couldn't do a lot. Yeah. And it, I, I don't skateboard now really, but I remember you on this scooter. The scooter you got yeah, from no, a client, oh, that I, was a really cool scooter. Well, well that's the one that uh, is up for sale right now. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know why you still have it because it's, I'm it's a valuable it. scooter. I'm staring it. Oh, no, my God. It's so, yeah, it is a very, yeah, it's very well built and it's it's actually very high end. Yes, because um, you stood on it and it didn't look like you wobbled or no. like it, it was sturdy. It has amazing, it has real suspension. It has like suspension that you get in like a motorcycle. This is not a commercial, by the way. No, You're not selling no, no, it here, no, 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 no. We're not trying to sell shit. Um, but I, I don't know the first place to sell it because, you know, you well, put Craigslist, Facebook, and eBay. Okay, here's the problem with the three. First of all, Craigslist seems logical, but then you got weirdos showing up to your house, and I don't need people coming to my apartment. I all don't right. need that. You have a doorman apartment. You could meet them in a doorman lobby in public, and this way you're safe. Also, like, you talk real- to them on the phone first. You yeah. talk to them on the phone. You go, hey, yeah. I've never son- I, I, want to buy, I want to buy your scooter. Then you know, then then Slingblade doesn't come to your house to buy the scooter. I've never sold any. You know, I've never sold anything on on Craigslist like that ever. Like a face to face transaction. Oh, ever. I have many times, and um, I would say one out of a hundred knows like recognizes me when they get there. But uh, most of the time, it's just people. And, who, but like, what if know. the guy? Here's what I think: somebody's going to jump on the scooter and just scoot away with it and not pay me my money. See, that's the kind of shit that I that, that goes through my head. But it actually is no. It, you get the money first. Uh, yeah. I, I sold a, a mattress and a box spring yeah. last week. So we uh, this is we an e-scooter a, we're talking about. This isn't just like oh, a, you, so a you, ra- can, you can vape a ra- on it. It's not a razor. You can <laughs> vape on it. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I I sold a mattress and a box spring. No no backstory needed, but it was uh, it was used lightly. It was in a guest bedroom, and it, we didn't need it anymore. We were changing the, the room over. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to throw it out because there are people in the world that could really use a nice pillow top plush mattress that we had always had a pill, a mattress cover on. So really nobody slept on the mattress and then a sheet on top of the mattress cover. And, and you know what? If I put it up for sale and somebody wants to buy it, I'm not going to question their needs, their financial status. If I could do good, it's better than throwing it out. If I could make, so I put it up for 20, $25. And the, the mattress was a, like $400 maybe. It was a Serta. It was really nice when, yeah. when, when it was purchased. Was it a Celia so, Simmons a Serta? It was a Serta. I just said it was a Serta. Celia Simmons Serta, all the yeah. S's. Yeah. All the S's. So, uh, so I, the person calls me and says, oh, I, I want to come. My father's going to bring a truck. 
and, and we're going to help you. And, and he's going to help me. He's got a, a pickup truck. And, and yeah, I said, great. Text me when you're, when you're 20 minutes away from my house, I give her the address and I say, it's such and such, uh, on this street and it's 90% down on this side of the street. And with the color of my house, idiot proof, right? Idiot proof directions that I copy and paste whenever someone buys something for me. So, uh, when I knew they were 20 minutes away, I took the box spring and mattress from the garage because I had moved it down to the garage and I put it on my driveway, leaning up against my driveway door, my, one of my driveway doors, mm-hmm. right? Actually in the middle of the two and the headboard, they wanted the headboard also, which the headboard was from my childhood bedroom. That's how old the, the, the headboard was. It was like a, a dark brown old headboard from when I was a kid. So the headboard, the mattress and the box spring are leaning against my house on the driveway. Now, I don't have a very long driveway. It's two cars long, right? Is that so what you fit, call it? Yes, you, that's right. I could, I could S <laughs> my own driveway. So you could fit four cars on the driveway, right? Front, back, front, back. So it's not like I have like a long driveway where you couldn't see the house. So they drive, I look out the window, they drive by the house and they text me. And I live on a dead end street. So there's only so far on the street they could go. They went past my house. So I said, she goes, we, we don't see your house. I said, I told you the number. You're four houses past it. I told you the color. You're in front of a house of a different color. And more importantly, there's a mattress, box spring, and headboard on my driveway standing up against the house. Yeah, it not, it's process of elimination here. So she, well, <laughs> yeah, you eliminate all the houses that don't have don't a mattress, have box spring, and headboard front, <laughs> in front of it. And with my number on it, which you can clearly see from the street. Oh, wow. So she, she texts back. She goes, oh, I see it now. Yeah, it's the house. It's the color. It's the only. Yeah, but you see, uh, you're going. Uh, you go through these these trials and tribulations with these people. I don't want that kind of hassle. I don't know, but you know, I so, got twenty five bucks. And, and eBay, I can't do eBay by the way because people are like, oh, why you? because the shipping fees. I mean, it's so freaking. No, heavy you do big. local pickup only. This way, you get a verified person picking it up. Hmm. And, and then the Facebook group, I've never tried. Oh yeah, well that's why you had me sell that blender for you. Yeah. Well, anyway, which I did. I have a small apartment and it's getting cluttered by the day. Like I got to stop. I've lived here for like close to 15 years now and I'm just seeing, I'm seeing, I feel like I'm being closed in on. I don't want to be ever be a hoarder. I do throw things away when it's time. Yeah. I have some sentimental belongings, but I I just, I I see a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff around my apartment that just gets, you know, is, is, is being collected and, and I just can't, wrap my head around ever moving out of here and having to pack all this stuff up. So I need to keep like a, just a, a certain amount of things in my house and it can't go above that number. Isn't it? See, I know that's I, bizarre. I, it is bizarre. Uh, look, you're very neat. Uh, you, did we talk about this on air or not? I don't remember, but your closet, you have your, we did talk about this. You have your clothes all spaced, the hangers spaced apart evenly. Like I, you're so anal about your yeah, clothing. Yeah, we talked about like, it a couple, a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, yeah. So like, I know you're a neat freak. You have a listen. You make a decent living. Right? You do okay. Not like electrician money, but you you do okay. Yeah. And again, I love electricians. I'm only joking around. <laughs> uh, but I don't understand. I know you like it's convenient. You yeah. like the location. You have a one bedroom apartment. Right. You could easily, oh, even boy. if you don't really want to move, move into the two bedroom. Yeah. And and make an office for yourself or a game room. You you're not planning on having kids, right? No. So you don't need a big house, and you don't want to fix things. You're not a fixer. No. So you could move into a townhouse where people they they, just, they fix things for you. They take care of your lawn, your little lawn in the front. You could have a grill in the back if you wanted. 
you, I could see you as a townhouse guy. <laughs> Am I a like townhouse a, guy? Yeah, because it's like an apartment, but it's big and spacious. You could have people over. Right. You know, you could have you'd have a, you have a driveway. I could throw ragers. You could right. You could go right from. You could mosh in your own house. You could go right from the car and walk right into your garage, right into your house. You 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 do all right. You won that lawsuit when they put a building in front of your building and blocked your view, <laughs> right? Like you could move into. I would. I'm telling you, you. But I I would make 2022 the townhouse year for Scary Jones. I would get a townhouse if I were you. The other or a pro- duplex apartment. You, you know why I have this? In the sky I have high. this. I have this defeatist attitude. Dude. I was talking to my buddy Will about this, and that is, I because I'm here and I'm settled. I have a fear of moving because I don't want to pack things up. All I could think about the is having a guy. All I could think about is having to pack up this entire apartment, and I'm like, oh my god, it's 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 so much work. It's so much okay. energy. If you don't care about money, the and movers now, will pack everything for you. And now th- they'll pack my my personal belongings. Yeah, or or yes, or you know what you can do? Because my my mom moved to Jersey. Right. I I uh, hired someone that someone else had worked with. Mm. It was a woman who did for extra money. She would come to your house and she had worked with older people before. So I, and I checked out her references and someone else had hired her. They knew her. She came to the house and helped my mom when I wasn't there pre-pack. Wow. Like sat with her and said, okay, what, what on your table do you want to pack? What in your night table do you want to pack? What in your, you know, like what dishes do you want to pack? But I also have loads, loads of electronic equipment here. And and they're all like the spaghetti, a spaghetti of wires back there behind. Right. So then you hire a guy or a woman to come to your house and you sit there and watch them do it. Yeah. And you say, yeah, this way, and, or you hire the movers with insurance. Then I feel bad uh, that, I'm not that, that I'm not helping them out. Why? You go to a restaurant, do you feel bad that the guys are bringing food to your table or cooking it? I would feel off. I feel weird. I'm sitting here on my couch on the phone, dicking around, doing the podcast, and there's, a, there's someone in there with, you know, hanging out in my, my credenza okay, over there, so then, like so, loading CDs up, and I feel like I'd want to pitch in. By the way, help. isn't credenza the name of your other co-host's last name? That's Casenza. That's oh, Cheryl. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, she's packed up. Yeah. <laughs> she's stacked. Sure is. Packed. Yeah, she's, she's packed. The brack is packed. <laughs> Uh, but you could be like hanging up your shirts She's or something. Top heavy. <laughs> Hello, uh, is she? But now here's the question: Is she spearmint rhino worthy? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, Cheryl's she's a, a beautiful she's a, woman. She's a siren and talented. I have to say, yeah. and bright. And oh funny. my god! Yeah, intelligent, witty, and a good the, mom too. Yeah, tremendous. Um, uh, yeah, so so I, I, whatever. But but anyway, that is my. You pain, need to move. That, that should be your goal. That's my biggest pain point. Is is this apartment? It's that. What is it? Joe's apartment or? <laughs> <laughs> this old house? Yeah. That, that's me. I'm the now, one. Can, can I ask you a personal question? Oh, here. No. No, okay. we're going to change the topic. All right. Okay. Because I, I <laughs> no, feel like I know, there's other reasons. Oh, no, 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 no. There's nothing else keeping me back. So can I, I ask just the question or I not? Just, no, I just, I just okay. don't want... I, the, other, the other problem that I have is I don't want to move to the suburbs, okay? So no suburbs. There are townhomes near where you live. I'm a city guy. I need to be where I am. This is the perfect location. Yes, is, I'm yeah, in the okay, perfect, perfect spot. So then get a bigger apartment in your building. There's I think, other buildings I in move your out area. Of, if I move it, that, that's a lateral move to me. I need to, I need to move out, out. Like I need to get out of this building and okay, maybe then, out then, of this neighborhood. 
I, well, I just said that, and you said no. No, because, but that's a problem, because I, I, I feel like I need to be in this neighborhood, though, or I don't know. I'm all kinds of, like, twisted. Yeah, but you're not in this neighborhood. You're 10 minutes away from the neighborhood you want to be in, so, and you, dri- you drive know. to the other neighborhood. I don't so know I what feel the like- fuck I want to do. I want to, one, one week, I want to redo my bathroom. We talked about that. Yeah, I don't redo the bathroom. Slices, I need you to tweet, oh, Scary Tom. God. It's townhouse time. <laughs> townhouse time? Townhouse time. I'm doing a parody for you. <laughs> no, it's Scary not. needs to move out and get another floor for him. I don't want them. Also staircase miss, time. I don't you want need them, a staircase. I don't want them breaking my shit. You know, don't, People who have a staircase, you tweet Scary. Let him know he needs a staircase. The saddest part. Yeah, you need a staircase. You know what's really sad? I got a Roomba for Christmas. and it, You have one room. You have the ta- one Roomba. <laughs> it, takes, it, takes, <laughs> it takes about 30 minutes to like they, clean the whole fucking place. Yeah. And, and, and it's like. It bumps into things wherever it goes. It doesn't do a great job. Because they should make a Roomba Mini for you. They should. Like a hockey puck size. Because it's so cluttered. It just goes my, around. My apartment's so cluttered. Oh, yeah. my God. You should see the floor The floor space in my bedroom is non-existent. You have a kitchen I have a and, thin, a, and a, a thin, living room combo. And you have two doors. And I have a thin strip. One's a bathroom, one's a bedroom. <laughs> and a thin, you're right. That's a three. And, and a ba- balcony, balcony door. that a fat man can't walk on. That's right. And the thin... A Fourth thin, quarter scary cannot go outside and a on thin, the balcony. And a thin strip, a thin strip from my room to walk. By the way, thinking of thin strips, how's uh, no? I'm not going to say. Oh, it. Hey, no, <laughs> no, no. How uh, thinking of speaking of thin, you are your first quarter scary right now, losing weight. Uh, how's that going? I'm how much down, are you down so I'm far? I'm down twenty pounds. Wow! And how in long? How 20, long? In twenty six days. Wow! And we'll just call it my January detox because we don't want to hit right. the jingle. All right. Well, you do want to hit the jingle because to you it's worth it. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Somebody texted in today and said, what kind of diet is scary on? Can you explain it? So I sent them the website of the doctor, uh, the doctor guy that you work with. Dr. Fat Loss? You fuck. Hit the jingle. Hit it. You're a double bitch because you said you didn't want to do it and you did it anyway. Well, you said doctor. You said the first word. And by the way, when, when, when we asked you if he was a doctor on the big show, you said, uh, what was the word you used? I said... Uh, not a doctor per se. Per se, per se, yeah. It's like Dr. K, like a pitcher's like the like the Dr. K on the Mets had Dwight Gooden. He's a big strikeout yes, pitcher many yes. years ago. He wasn't really a doctor. No, they just no, called him doctor. They called him a doctor. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, 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 right. Take a deep, another deep breath. Another deep okay, breath. Can, uh, I, can I talk to you about how times have changed? Yeah, right after this. Okay, good. The Boys Podcast with Bodie and Scary. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. 
On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Now, Scary, you're familiar with who Dick Van Dyke is, right? 200%. Dick Van Dyke, if you're not familiar, he's in his 90s now. 96. He's been in movies since as long as all of us are alive. Yep, 96. Uh, He was, uh, I mean, he was in Mary Poppins. He's one of the few people still alive from that movie other than the kids. And God bless him. He's been he's night in the museum. I mean, he's, he's been in a, a, thousands of movies. But also, in the 50s, in the late 50s, he had a show called, believe it or not, The Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, my God, Brody. Are you Co-starring re- Mary, Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. And if you watched WandaVision on uh, Disney+, Plus, the first few episodes, were, or the first episode oh. or two, were based on spoofing The Dick Van Dyke Show. Black and white show where he was a comedy writer for a variety show. Yep. And he came home to his, his wife, Mary Tyler Moore, who she went was on to be beautiful. Also, legendary uh, comedian, f- a yep. comic actress who went on a, on a woman's uh, liberation uh, woman, uh, uh, did a lot of groundbreaking roles. Anyway, Dick Van Dyke's a legend. That show is an all time yeah. classic. That changed the, so, that, that Mary Tyler Moore show later in the 70s. Yeah, broke a lot of ground for women, is what I think. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. It was, it was a game changer. So about uh, two months ago, maybe a couple of months ago, uh, they colorized an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, it may have been a couple episodes. And, and as you as you say this, by the way, it's funny that you say this because Saturday night I watched my very first episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. I no. never, I knew about it. I knew of its existence, but I was just doing absolutely nothing. I'm like, you know what? And I wa- and an episode came on MeTV, which is one of the cable channels. And I, I oh, it sounds like ca- like you said, caveman channels. Mm, MeTV, MeTV. Mm, mm, and, and, and I watched this. I watched a full episode. I'd never seen a complete episode. No. I've seen snippets. I'd never seen a full episode. So I watched the whole thing. I laughed my ass off. And and then I talked about it today in the com- in the room while we were doing commercials. But you weren't oh. you weren't in the room. I'm not in the Zoom room on the air. On no. the air, right. So it's just so funny you're bringing up Dick Van Dyke right so now. So Dick Van Dyke, very funny show. Even for now, like some of the, most of the humor translates. His physical comedy, his pratfalls, all worth watching. If you want an old school show. His uh, body language, motors, his man- mannerisms. I want to say Dick Van Dyke was way before my time, before you get any ideas. But I grew up when it was on reruns. And I watched it, and as, as a lover of comedy, it's classic. So to watch it colorized when you only know it in black and white, you only know that living room in black and white. You only know their outfits in black and white. So my memories of those episodes, when you watch it in color, yeah. you assume they knew the colors. They must have spoken to someone on the show and said what, co- like, or tried to get close. But they did the shading. 
I mean, the technology now to colorize programs is, is unbelievable. So I watched this special Dick Van Dyke episode, and the, one of the episodes they played was Mary is pregnant, and she's about to need to go to the hospital. So the whole episode is him paranoid. I, ah! Every noise, he's like, let's go to the hospital. The bag is packed. He's ready to go. Yeah. So she finally convinces him to go to work. I'm fine, Rob. She, his name is Rob Petrie in the show. Please uh, go to work. You're going, you're going crazy. You're sleeping in the same clothes. You're, you're, you're tired. You're agitated. Go to work. So he goes to work finally, and he hasn't slept in days, and he gets the call that uh, she's ready to have the baby after many false alarms. And so he, you know, he runs out without pants on. It's a long story. And he rushes home. And so um, he calls for a cab on his, uh, on his way out of the office. He doesn't have a cell phone. They call for a cab to get to the house. So in case, God forbid, he has a car accident or something happens on the way home, Mary will have a way to get to the hospital. Okay? So on his way home, the cab is on its way to the house. The cab driver knocks on the door where the wife, Mary, her name's Mary on the show. And uh, she says, oh, I didn't call a cab. My husband must have called you. He should be home any minute. And she says, can you wait outside? Right? Right. So not knowing when the husband is home, she tells a cab driver, who, by the way, gets paid by the minute, right, when the meet is running. This is an Uber. He says, no problem. I'll be out in my car. Take your time. What? (laughs) What? The guy's going to sit there indefinitely while he waits? Okay. So then a couple of minutes later, you hear a a car flying down the street off camera, and you hear it crash. Dick Van Dyke crashed into the back of the cab, pushing the cab into the back of the car in front of it. Okay. He rushes in the house, right? Yeah. And the cab driver comes in and says, um, you're not going to be able to leave. I can't drive you to the hospital because all of our cars are locked together by fenders. So- Rob's car, Dick Van Dyke's car, has locked into the cab driver's fender and pushed his car into the other car in front of him, and now all three cars are locked together. Right. The guy says, so I'm not going to be able to drive you. He says, but if you want, I can call my company and have them send another car right away. Not a problem. Okay. So first of all, he just wrecked the guy's cab. (laughs) The cab is now trapped between two other cars. And the guy who said he's willing to wait says, no problem. I'll call my cab company, have him send another car. So not only that, the car, the cab company, after having their, their cab dis- demolished, right, is going to go, oh, we'll send another car. Not a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. In what world does that happen today? In 1950s black and white sitcoms. So the guy's willing to wait outside. And he's like, oh, you just crashed my car. He doesn't come in and go, you motherfucker. You, you, what, you, what the fuck right, are you it's doing? It's you know, not real life. When was it ever? When were these shows ever real life? Though? I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 50s. So I can't tell you if, if small town, because they live in um, New Rochelle, which is um, about an hour northeast of Manhattan. It's in, you would yeah, take the train to West, work, roughly. Westchester County. It's, it's suburban. It's, it's, it's where, uh, it's, uh, where Sc- uh, Scary would never want to live. Oh, right. stop it. I, I've been to New Rochelle before. It's no, no, I don't mean New Rochelle. I mean the New suburbs. Rochelle. You don't want to live in the suburbs. I right. was saying New yeah, Rochelle. New Rochelle's is, yeah. beautiful neighborhood. Yeah. So, okay. So it is, it is it's very city-like in New Rochelle. Yeah. So you think that's it. No, no. The laundry guy comes because yeah. this is back in the day when you sent your laundry out and the laundry truck would come in and pick up your laundry. He walks in and um, they say, hey, uh, can you drive us to the hospital? Because she's about to have a baby. And uh, he, he says... Uh, yeah, I'll drive you in the laundry truck. No problem. And the cab driver says, yeah, go ahead. Don't worry about my cab. Go ahead and have a baby. I'll be fine. 
So the cab driver's like, oh, I don't know. Now my company doesn't have a, my company okay, just well, sent well, the well, I, I'm still, I'm trying to, to dig into this here and understand what, what is it that you're flabbergasted about? I'm flabbergasted that the cab driver wasn't upset that his car got crashed. Okay. He wasn't upset to sit outside. Oh, and then God. when they, when he sends another car to come pick them up, right? The laundry guy says, I'll drive you to the hospital. No yeah. problem. In his laundry truck, when people are waiting for their laundry, he's like, oh, fuck it, I'll drive you. But no problem. But this is what the audience does. It's called the suspension of disbelief. Yes, and then the cab driver goes, don't you worry about me, you're, Mr. and Mrs. You're not you're you not go and me. have that baby. Of course. Well, because we once we get into a show or a movie or whatever, we are we are able to just immerse ourselves into it and just suspend the, the, the right. what, what may be true or now. not. You can't take everything literally. I know, but imagine, wa- imagine watching Curb Your enthusiasm or any other show you imagine the cab driver going what the fuck now you're not going to use my cab company you're just going to leave now i got i lose my fare and, okay let me t- let me ask you this yeah is it plausible though that no. maybe he the cab driver felt felt for mary because oh my god she's about to have a baby let really let's really postpone this and put this uh you know deal with this after you you go to the hospital, let's get you to the hospital. I mean, I, maybe some people in real life might actually respond that way and not worry so much about the car. Maybe because th- the cab driver doesn't own the car, the cab company does. So what so the he's fuck is he his care? company over? But it was like he had no care. He was the happiest man on the planet. Oh yeah, yeah. the car's all fucked I've up. Seen ex- I've seen examples of the that weirdness in shows where it's like, come on, they modern wouldn't respond. day shows. They wouldn't respond that way. Modern day shows, really. But, I have. I have seen that, but... Maybe on Full House. Oh, sorry. I can't talk about Full House. Too soon. Too soon, Brody. Too soon, Brody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Take another deep breath. I got a lot of deep breaths. All right. What are you Jeez. doing? What are you doing this weekend? By the way, do you see this? You see this this cop oh, out of a weather forecast around here? Oh yeah, I, I the, heard the latest yeah. was twenty inches or, or zero, zero inches. inches. Twenty or zero. That no, no, no. I, I want to highlight that. I know we don't really talk about weather on this podcast, which. You're listening to anywhere USA at any time in the future, yeah. but but the, the forecast was this morning. They said, "Oh, this this nor'easter or this cyclone bomb, as they call it, bomb cyclone, the bomb cyclone, whatever, <laughs> is a goes is going to go in a zigzag pattern." So right. it's, all I can picture is this bomb cyclone, like going zigzag, 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 and then they say, "So we don't know if we're going to get 20 inches or zero. But it's probably yeah. not going to be anywhere in between. It's going to, well, we're either going to get dumped on or not even a trace of snow. And and that is the forecast for the tri-state area right now. And I've never heard such a forecast Well, this ever. morning, this morning, the forecast during the show, which Elvis talked about, I believe he said uh, it, it could be 4 to 12 inches was the report as of this morning. Yeah. Do you know how many people texted in? Yeah, story of my life. They promise you 8 to 12 and you get 4 inches. Oh, they're doing a dick joke. Yeah, yeah. I but do, but I love when the audience like, chimes in with jokes. I'm going to be the only jokes. one that types in this, that texts in this dick joke. They're all like, "Yep." Don't you just hate when they promise you? You think you're going to get eight inches and you only get four? Well, because when listen, I bought you dinner. Stop measuring Hi-oh. me. When, oh. they, when they're when they're listening in their car, they have to think they're the only one because they they're just they're just like, you know what? I'm going to text in this funny joke. They're not thinking or caring if. Other people are texting in the no, same joke. No, that's fine. I, look, I love the humor. I just, I was amazed by common, how many people all joke. texted in the same dick joke. I hey, love can it. I, can I get serious for a second? Just for, it's unlike me to I get mean, serious. You got but serious, I get serious earlier on. I mean. Was, when did I get serious? Oh, no, 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 before. I mean, when we were talking about uh, your, uh, I forgot. 
Oh, your bachelor, your bachelorette party birthday with the strippers, the belly dancers. <laughs> I was being facetious. And by the way, can I just say I don't want to offend, but one of I, I think one of the belly dancers at your party many years ago may have been a last minute fill in. Yeah, I, that's the one thing I left out. Yeah, I, I I got the feeling like which one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, she didn't she didn't really fit the outfit and she didn't really belly. She kind of I mean she she just wasn't good. I think she was like, you know, Mary, I need you to fill in for me. Oh, Raven. Hey, Raven, put down your phone from texting that guy you met at, at, at Raven's cocktail party. Raven, I need you to come and fill in at the last minute. Yeah. I don't think she was a professional. The other two were, but there was one there that, you, see, you remember who I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you're getting serious for a minute. I want to talk about my friend Billy, if I can, just for a second. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Sure. Billy, uh, uh, Billy uh, Staples. Uh, he, he that was his radio name because he had st- uh, staple surgery because he was very overweight. He looked like Chris Farley and he had stomach stapling surgery and he was on the radio uh, a couple of programs in New York. He was on Open Anthony and Ron and Fez. If you know who those people are, uh, he's a good friend of mine. And uh, he had staple surgery and, and it didn't work. He kept eating and he popped his own staples. So they called him Billy Staples and he laughed at himself and whatever. Mm-hmm. Billy was instrumental. Uh, we met early in my writing career he got me into his improv group, which uh, spearheaded me into writing with, for Jay Leno. We both started writing for Jay Leno at the same time. And I made a lot of connections because of Billy. And I owe a lot of my success, a decent amount of my opportunities, to opportunities that we did together. We, were, we, we toured comedy clubs and colleges as part of an improv group. Anyway, I know Billy for many, many years. In fact, if you go on my at David Brody Instagram account, one of my pictures from a few pictures ago is a picture of me and my comedy group from 1995. So if you want to see what I looked like in 1995, which is, I know, a long time ago. What was the name of that group? The Comedy Express. It was actually the online Comedy Express because back in the day, we formed the year the internet formed and a, and a bunch of people met each other through the internet as comedians in my group. And so being online was a big deal. So we were the online Comedy Express, and then we dropped online and became the Comedy Express when online became like, come on, man, we have the internet for five years now. But we, we started around the same time the internet became popular in 94, 95. I joined in 95. Anyway, Billy's a great guy. But Billy um, is no longer in radio. He's, he's been on TV shows. He's, I think he was on Chicago Police or PD, one of them recently. Mm-hmm. He's been on some Law and Orders. He does acting, he does comedy. Anyway, about three weeks ago, he had um, a heart attack and COVID-19 at the same time, unrelated. Just yeah. he happened to get sick while he was, uh, he had a heart attack and uh, I think he got COVID while he was in the, I don't know, whatever the case. So he wasn't doing very well and he's still not doing very well and the heart attack was serious. And so um, he, he uh, his friends and his his, uh, his partner, his woman, his partner, uh, formed a GoFundMe for him, which I put a link up to and I don't, I don't normally, I don't ever ask for money or favors or whatever. And I don't, you know, I, I'm just letting you know, if nothing else, and you want to see what I looked like in 1995, check out the picture. Billy is the Chris Farley looking guy in the middle. And uh, he's in bad shape right now. He can't walk oh, uh, work. No. And he doesn't have medical benefits like I do. And he doesn't have, so he's uh, paying for everything on his own. And bad financial he's in bad, shape. He's in bad shape. And this is a funny, good-natured, caring person who was very good to me and 
He's a, he's a, you know, I'm here uh, doing comedy because he believed in me and we worked together and he made me believe in myself and he's a great guy. So anyway, if nothing else, if you want to see a picture of me from 95, when we were all trying to be cast members of Friends and I had a vest on like I was Chandler, go check out the black and white photo, which we have yet to colorize right. uh, and check that out. And there's a link in my bio, as the old expression says, uh, to, to the GoFundMe if you're interested. Anyway, that's it. No that's more really, serious, really... but thank you for that. No, for no, that please. Oh, come on, please. I mean, give me a break. This is what we do here. And that, is is, and that, uh, no, I did want to say that. Uh, is, how is his health itself? I know he's bad shape financially, but is he improving? Is he? He's gotten he's a little better, a little but better. he's still he's still he's very weak, and you yeah. know he had a heart attack. So and he's, he's gonna he's gonna make it through. He, yes, yes, he's gonna make it through, but he has mounting bills, mm-hmm. and he has to go for a follow up heart surgery. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they have to put a stent in or something like the that. The last anyway, thing he needs is uh, anxiety and uh, yeah. stress so, to You know, to look, that. if you're looking to help a, a yeah. funny man out who's a good Absolutely. man who's devoted his life to making people yeah. laugh, mm-hmm. uh, this is this is a guy. Yeah. So, um, all, right. all right. So we didn't collect enough voicemail for uh, for the um, for a segment because, you know, we, we have a phone number now. 218-FU-APE-77. That's 218 218- FU Ape 77, but leave a voicemail when you can, and then maybe on our next podcast when we get enough of them, we'll uh, we'll play some back for you. And if you do not hear your voicemail, it's probably because your phone quality was was garbage. You didn't realize it at the time, but it, it was a bad connection or whatever were the case. So we have had um, a slew of these that didn't air because people were like, well, why don't you air mine? I'm like... And some people just said hello and didn't really right. leave a point. Right. We, like, we want to really, we want to want to really kind of play the funny ones. We don't want to you know just. Well, I, I appreciate it when you guys say, right. "Oh, you guys are the best." That's great. I, I I'll never that'll never get old, and it keeps me. But give us a little content. Yeah. Somebody did DM me, and I don't want to call them out because I don't I don't want to uh, single them out for this. But uh, they were tongue in cheek. But they said they left a voicemail that was slightly critical of you. Not insulting, but they took my side in something, and they were concerned you didn't air it because they were saying I was right. Now, you wouldn't no, do that. No, no, but it would, no, but I would uh, not air it if it, if I couldn't understand, if it was unintelligible. Right. Uh, right. Maybe leave that message again, I guess. I don't know. All right. Um, uh, I do have one more uh, scam I wanted to read. Do I have time I, for that? And I have, I have a quick email, so uh, let's oh, do this right. really quickly. This well, is from... The, David yeah, Schwartz. You email. This is from David Schwartz. And by the oh, way, tribe. I'm yeah, assuming be, tribe. Let's get some emails back in the in the, in the mix here. The, you can always email us at the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com. I yeah, feel like right. people are starting off slow this year. Uh, David Schwartz. The subject is tribe. Sedell's dill. Oh, he's definitely tribe. So so yeah. So you would agree that you know David Schwartz. Oh, he no. He says he's definitely tribe, but. I mean, take it from a guy who's tribe, right? He would know. Well, unless he, unless he's, it could be adopted. Well, he's tribe. His father says, could be tribe, and his mother isn't. Oh no! So, so, tribe. so you must agree and believe. No, no, there are some tribe members that well, don't. No, know but everything. you believe you must believe the things that he says, right? So he no, says not necessarily. Well, but go ahead. In this following email, the last few times you guys brought up Sedell's, yeah, Skiri's favorite brunch place, yeah, I was on Skiri's side. I love Dill. It makes me remember my grandma's cooking. Oh, she well, his grandma it, was a terrible cook. I'm sorry, she Grandma She put it in, every, in or on everything she made. Well, well, and by the way, I'll stop right there for a second and say, thank you, David, for being a Jew and for coming to the, to coming to the you know. To, Scary's to the, defense. To my defense. No, no, coming to my defense. Not only coming to my defense, but coming to the forefront and acknowledging that dill is indeed used in Jewish cooking. It is, despite what Brody will tell you. And it may not be used in all Listen, Jewish cooking, but scary, it is used in a lot scary, of Jewish cooking. I, I would imagine, would you say dill is used in Italian cooking? 
Not really. I rosemary. A lot of rosemary. Well, okay, Italian so cooking. some woman named Rosemary uses dill. I get it. Yo, isn't your mother's name Rosemary? She's Rose Roseanne. Oh, okay. But either way, she's Ro, right? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is I guarantee there's some Italian grandmother that puts dill in her meatballs. So there's always someone who does something. The fact that David's grandmother was a bad cook, that's not my no, fault. It was a Jewish tradition, people. Dill is used in Jewish cooking, period. Not but it's, not pounds yes, it of it. They don't take a shovel and throw it on okay. top. Anyway, oh my god. Dave, okay, here comes the part where he agrees with you. Uh, so this oh, is where the email takes now a he's turn. Getting, now he's coming back. So like, it, I, you did agree with Scary, da, 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 but I'd like to hear a voicemail here from the Schwartz. I oh. took a look at the menu. And I have to yield a point to Brody. Booyah. It sounds, it's, I'm sorry, Juya. And this is where I got I'm about to Trademark shoot. Trademark Juya. I'm, I'm about to shoot Dave down. No. He says, it sounds like a theme restaurant. And the theme is Jewish food for Gentiles that Gentiles. Learn, Gentiles that yeah. learned about Jewish food from TV. Yes. yes thank you. Hashtag. Bravo. Hashtag. Bravo. Hashtag pickle parm. Hashtag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag tribe. Thank you. Hashtag FUAPE77. Thank well, you. Love him. Now, He's it's back. not. It is not a theme restaurant. And, the theme is dill. And it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge David. You, David. The other David. David Schwartz. Yeah. There's also no, one in Florida now in like Coconut Grove or Coconut Creek or Coral ah, Gables. Great. They're, yeah, whatever. They're too in old my, to know. In Miami area. I'm telling you guys, go to Sidell's if you're in New York or that no, or Florida. Don't do and it. Eat there. And especially if you're tribe. And you're going to fucking tell me that that is, forget about it, close your eyes, eat the food, taste it, and and and, and you're you going to be your transported eyes. They, okay, to right. your old Jewish delicacies. No. Everything, the blintzes, the latkes, everything uh, they do is uh, on fucking point. All right, all right. It's David not knows. Gentiles. It's not Gentile food. Who, right. People who, I'm sorry, David, I love you, but yeah. I, I, right, I disagree with you. By the way, for those of you who don't know, because you're probably, you are a Gentile, a Gentile is what, uh, old world Jews used to refer to non-Jews. Oh. So anything in the world that you were not Jewish, you yeah. were Gentile. Right. We got to get out of here. You want something else? That you have a scamboni or what? Uh, you want you, you I'll, save, I'll, I'll save, save the it? scamboni. I do want to just read a joke uh, that I made on uh, Instagram. Hit it. We we were talking about always go out on uh, a high. We were talking on the fifty minute morning show about uh, Scotty B was talking about cleaning out his belly button. That there's always crap in your belly button. Yeah. You never know what you're going to find in your belly button. Yep. So this person, Rocket Man Tech or, or Thek, said, I, DM'd me. Uh, no, they, they posted on the, on the post on Elvis Duran Morning Show Instagram. I have a friend who is morbidly obese, and he told me once when he was taking a shower, a quarter fell out of his belly button. He had no idea it was there. I mean, how can you not know there's a loose change, there's loose change in your belly button? So I wrote, are you sure it was a quarter or was it a quarter pounder? Hi-oh. Hi-oh. We didn't do that joke on the air? No, it's on it's on Instagram. Hilarious. <laughs> no. You mean in my segment where I do jokes on the air? No. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I love All it. Right. All right. Listen, visit our merch store. Oh, Show. Brooklyn Boys. Give out the website. It, yeah, it's a brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. And we may have, uh, we may tease you with another uh, item. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, very that exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes, yep. we're going to oh, add oh. that. Oh, and we also want to ask your opinion on on a, on a product for the ladies. That's what I was boys. talking about. Oh, oh, that, oh, oh, so we're talking about the same thing. Yes, but it, we're all oh, the other it. thing. No, 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 the thing with the thing. Oh, the thing with the thing. We have more stuff coming to the merch store. All right, ladies. Soon. Oh, you know, what? ladies, we need your opinion firsthand, and guys, we'll need your opinion on whether or not uh, how you'd like your ladies to buy or own this particular item. <laughs> I think we've said enough. Have we? Well, by the way, you, po you posted a, uh, an all-time pizza list, and none of the pizza places Brooklyn! were from Brooklyn! 
Brooklyn. That's bullshit. Four of these wasn't on there. All right, but the wrong part of Brooklyn. Not our part of Brooklyn. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening.